All right, Alexander, let's uh, talk about the U.S. economy, Bidenomics. Biden says that Bidenomics is working wonders for the U.S. economy. Uh, what do you think? Well, this is the, it's not just a question of what I think. It's what a question of what most Americans think. And most Americans, according to the polling data, are not impressed by Bidenomics. And this is actually, in some ways... Uh, uh, remarkable, because if you take the numbers seriously, the numbers are looking remarkably good. A 5.2% growth in the last quarter, GDP growth in the last quarter. This is scorching growth and uh, rising real wages, something we haven't seen in the United States, except, uh, by the way, under Donald Trump, <laughs> briefly. But, I mean, it, all of these things suggesting that, you know, things in the U.S. economy are good. But what I suspect most people who actually live in the United States and work and turn up at work and, um, you know, are, are um, having to get by in the United States are probably aware of is first of all that the figures aren't telling us the real story and that for most people, many people, prices, costs remain very high, higher interest rates, higher mortgage payments in many cases. I do understand that in the United States, many people are protected by the fact that uh, uh, in the United States you have fixed rate mortgages to a much greater extent than you do say in the in the UK. So in the United States fixed rate mortgages means fixed rate for 30 years. In the UK it's typically just three. But anyway, um, I, I understand that. But nonetheless, the interest rates must be hurting people in their credit card payments, in their bank loans, even in some cases in their mortgages. So I, I one can understand why people feel that they've gone through a very high inflation. They're now going through very high interest rates. The cost of living um, isn't falling. It's not getting better. And they, they are under some stress. And, but I think there's something more, which is that I think people also fundamentally sense that this whole growth story isn't real. And that problems are accumulating um, in the economy and accumulating to an alarming degree. And we're starting to see all kinds of signs of this. Firstly, why is the economy growing so fast? Well, um, I read somewhere that partly it is because people are still drawing down savings that they um, built up during the period of the pandemic. They were given large uh, amounts of funding by the um, by the federal government during the pandemic. The Biden administration gave people even more immediately after the pandemic in its first year. So there's still savings that people are running through. But as I said previously on on other occasions, the major reason why the, the U.S. economy is powering forward is because the United States government, the administration, is keeping its foot pressed down on the fiscal accelerator. It's using the Inflation Reduction Act to 
prime pump the economy. It's pouring money into the economy. And you see a deficit now. The budget deficit is apparently heading towards 8% of GDP, which is incredible. You see um, the United States adding, well, I think it was a trillion dollars of debt a, a quarter or something like this. I mean, I mean unbelievable amounts of money. You see um, the trade deficit is expanding. It now, I believe, runs at something like 3% of GDP, which doesn't sound like a lot. But remember, the United States is basically a self-sufficient economy. It's a continental economy. But a trade deficit on that scale, again, speaks of an economy that is overheating and isn't able to uh, um, balance its books well. And one senses that before long, consumer spending is going to is going to fall we'll probably have another surge in fact there's lots of telltale signs of a big surge in consumer spending going on in the united states in the run up to christmas but i suspect the next year probably in the first or second quarter it will fall off a cliff and there's already signs apparently that money supply and volatility of money in the united states is, is declining and that is usually a sign of a big recession on the way. So uh, Bidenomics is not going so well. I mean, no, why, I mean it, why, why the what? Well, yeah, go no. ahead. I mean, in Britain, we're very used to this sort of thing. We call it stop go. <laughs> you you prime pump the economy. You goose up debt. You increase uh, um, most of the money, most of the money that's pouring in, by the way, contrary to what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, it's going into investment, but business investment in the United States is translating at the moment mostly into share buybacks and things like that. Not people investing in new industry and new plant. I understand that for much of this year, industrial output has actually been declining. So... Um, we've we have this we have this recurring thing in the in Britain. You inflate the housing market, you inflate the stock market, you put money, people in money in people's pockets. You get a major surge. You try and time it before the election, and of course we've got an election coming in the United States. And then after after a certain point, that's that's the go, and then there's the stop. Everything stops. We have uh, we have often quite a severe recession. Taxes then have to go up to try to cover the, um, you know the the, the the budget deficit, which is by that point pretty much un, out of control. And it, it looks to me as if Bidenomics is an American variant of the same thing, um, taken perhaps to an extreme that we've never quite seen before. So that that's what it's doing. Only I think that they're risking a recession before the election rather than after it. Yeah, if a recession uh, comes, if it's if it hits right at the time of of the serious campaigning going on, then that's, I mean, it's already bad enough for the Biden White House. I mean, that would just be catastrophic. Oh, well, it would be the uh, end for them. It would be yeah, the end. That would be the end, yeah. I, but, I imagine for any Democrat, 
not nominated? Oh, I think because so. Because I imagine people will blame this on the Democrat Party. Absolutely. That is exactly what they would do. But um, the fact that we're now starting to see contractions in money supply in the middle of a spending boom is, is a sign that um, the underlying situation in the economy is not, is not good. And um, that things are indeed, we are indeed starting to move towards some kind of uh, recessionary outcome. The reason why we're seeing a, uh, contractions in the money supply, by the way, is partly because interest rates are higher than they were. People are, yeah. uh, even as they're trying to spend, they're having to put away money in debt payments. Yeah. How does this affect uh, all of the wars that the Biden White House is, is funding? Well, that's an excellent question, because, of course, part of the prime pumping, and in fact, the extraordinary thing is that actually bragging about it at the moment, uh, part of the prime pumping is in the form of extra spending on wars. The, they're going around telling everybody, we must keep all the spending going on for Ukraine, because all that money we're spending in for Ukraine actually remains in the United States. It just goes to the arms industry, and that's making the arms industry hum and buzz and do all of those sort of things. Um, in, in practice and in fact, if you really want to prime pump an economy, um, pouring money into the defence sector is just about the most inefficient way to do it but that that's another another thing um if we have a recession there's going to be a big budgetary crisis on top of the budgetary crisis we have already and um at that point it's going to become absolutely i would have thought impossible to sustain funding for the wars to anything like the same level that we're seeing at the moment i think if we have a recession in next year it will be impossible to keep up spending for ukraine yeah, maybe that's why they want to get the the sixty billion. That's no, right, authorized Zelensky now so quickly. Authorized now, yeah, exactly. Authorized now. Okay, any any other thoughts before we sign off on this video? Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I would just say also. I mean, again, we see if we see a contrast with the two other big economies that are taking place, uh, that that the that are now the United States' big geopolitical rivals. Russia has also increased interest rates, but. There, as we've discussed, and in contrast to the United States, we are seeing an industrial boom, you know, major investments in infrastructure and in industrial um, output. And there's been articles in Bloomberg about all of the entrepreneurs who are now moving in to fill in all the niches in the Russian economy that the Westerners were vacated. I think a lot of people think that, you know, this is unsustainable. Well, there will no doubt be, you know, jags and contractions and things in Russia's economic development going forward. But to me, this looks increasingly permanent. And of course, in China, we are still seeing considerable problems in the real estate sector. There was a big article in the Financial Times about China going through economic crisis, um, the latest um, PMI figures in China were just below, they were 49, which pointed to a small contraction rather than to an expansion. But, you know, I was reading about the crisis in China and uh, they were saying that around, um, you know, there's a mass of bankruptcies in China. 
but it so far only relates about 1% of the population, of working population apparently, which again to somebody who's experienced of things in Britain, that doesn't look to me like a crisis exactly. So next year, even as the United States moves on to perhaps a recession of its own, we might start to see some kind of Chinese recovery take steam and perhaps a continued surge in Russia. That would perhaps be even more politically damaging for the Biden White House in the election going forward. And beyond the election, whoever the next president is going to be, whichever administration is going to come, they're going to have an almighty job clearing up the mess that has been created now. All right, we will end it there. The Duran.locals.com. We are on Odyssey, BitChute, Rockfin, Rumble, and Telegram, and Twitter, X, and go to the Duran shop, 20% off. Use the code, the Duran 20. Take care.